Amen. Come on, let's get into the message. The beauty, again, of life is understanding that there is no greater blessing than to know that God is with you. Amen. 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 So I just have a few scriptures, and I promise I've already been before you. I think, I think I've already... Uh, I wanted to share some insight on things that would bless us as a ministry. But let me give you this quick word. In um, Genesis 3 and 8 it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Key thing, they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the cool of the day. They heard God moving. They heard him coming. They heard the voice of God walking. Amen? Amen. Exodus 16, verses 2 through 5, and the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God that we had died by the hands of the Lord in the land of the Egypts, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full, for you have brought us forth into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. Oh, let me go to verse verse four. Then the Lord then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove to them whether they shall walk in my laws or no. I'm gonna do something to show them whether they should believe in what I'm saying and walk in what I want them to do or not. All right. June 16. I hope y'all listen. I promise if y'all hear me. Today, change can happen. Amen. June 16, it says, these are murmurers, complainers. Let me see if any of this recognize. Y'all know any of these people. Some of, some of these people might be you. These are murmurers and complainers walking after their own lusts and their mouth speaking great swelling words. They know how to talk good. Having men's persons in admiration because of their advantage. In other words, they're able to oppress people because of what they got. My last scripture, because I, I want to make it short, is Matthew 28 and verse 20. Matthew 28 and 20 says, teaching them to observe all things, whether I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. Amen. I want to talk to you. If you just give me about 10 minutes, I'll try to make this quick. I just want to minister real quick. Lord, walk with me like you always have. Lord, walk with me like you always have. From the beginning of time, from the beginning of time, from the beginning of time, we see God wanting to walk with man, but sin crept in, and at that point in time, it has been the goal and the plan of God to restore the ability to walk with God, for men to have a relationship with God, but sin crept in. 
And when sin creeps in, it brings in all sorts of issues. Sin is one of the major factors that hurts us. It's one of the major things that makes us selfish. It's the very thing that we have in our, in our bodies, this sentence of death, this whole mindset that I'm going to think about myself. Selfishness is an aspect of sin, is it not? Because sin thinks about pleasure of its own. It's not thinking about pleasure for nobody else. Sin is the very thing that everybody knows exists, but nobody wants to talk about because everybody has to fight the sin monster. It's the very thing that keeps us from having a relationship with God. It is the very thing that causes us to want things and people more than we want God. It is the wrestling of our flesh. It is the very thing that show, that is shown in the life of Jacob when he wrestled with the angel and he, and he hit him in the hollow of his thigh. It's the very thing that we have to fight for on a daily basis of God, I don't want my will, I want your will. It is in our nature, it is in our nature, it is in our nature to always want what we want because the Bible even tells us that a man's ways seem right in his own eyes. It is the sin aspect that makes us always feel like we right and everybody else is wrong. Amen. I know y'all want to believe that. And so God has had this goal in mind that I'm going to restore the relationship because sin crept in. And so what God did is he's, the Bible says it is written to me, lo, to do thy will, O God, in the volume of the book, right? And so we understand that Jesus comes down, as many people say, through 42 generations and becomes the Messiah. We know him to be God in flesh. So we know that God wrapped himself in the flesh, right? In the beginning, in the book of John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 14, and the word tabernacled himself. And so God said, know what I'm going to do? I see that this walk between men, me and them is broken. And I told them in the Old Testament, though your sin be as scarlet, I'm going to make them whiter than snow. So I know that they can't fix it on their own. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll myself in flesh and I'm going to come and I'm going to walk with them and then I'm going to walk with them three and a half day, three and a half years so they can get a taste of what it's like to be with me and then I'm going to die and then I'm going to give them the Holy Ghost so that they can keep walking with me in spite of themselves. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. See, we see this process. So we see this process. Hey, keep walking with me, Jesus. That God has designed and made sure that He's always been present. Mm -hmm. But our problem is, is that we don't always want to be there. Amen. So sometimes, where God wants us, uh, so sometimes we got to understand that where God wants to walk with us at, we don't want to walk there because it's foreign to us. Sometimes where God wants to, wants to take us is foreign to us because of the journey to get there. And it makes us dream and want the things that we ask God to deliver us from. God, deliver me from this bad relationship. Then we go back. God, deliver me from this lust. Then we do lustful things. 
God, the very thing that Israel, that they cried out, God, deliver us out of this bondage. Deliver us from being bound and being slaves to the Pharaoh and the taskmasters. And now when they get on their way to go to the promised land, all of a sudden they find themselves having a little bit of trouble along the journey. And now they want to go back to the very thing they asked God to deliver them from. And if we're not careful, we'll do the same thing. When living for God gets hard and living for God gets difficult, when we have to deny ourselves, we'll want to go back to the very thing that we asked God to deliver us from. Yes. If you was a cheetah and God delivered you from cheating, guess what happens? It gets hard because commitment takes something. It takes something to be committed. Because if it didn't, everybody will be doing it. That's why we got a lot of cheetahs. In a TV show, they show it. They sure do. But it takes commitment. And so when it gets hard and it's foreign, what ends up happening is, is that we want to flee. We want to go back to what we once known. But it's the very thing that puts you in bondage. So why go back there? You said you was, you was tired of being a crack addict. Got clean for a little bit, now you're back on crack. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. We have to understand that if we want to advance in life, that we're going to face struggles in life. Nobody has gone from being broke to being rich without experiencing some struggle in life. Gone are the days of night. Uh, uh, of uh, naivety, being uh, naive and thinking that life is going to be a bed of roses just because you change some things. It's not going to be that. That is not the reality of life. Whew, boy, I know I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to hurry. Let me try to hurry up and close. One of the reasons why homelessness is so bad, they even got tent city. Do y'all know in California, they, are, they have a thing called tent city. Skid Row is so bad, it's thousands of people that live there. You want to know why? Because nobody likes the hardness that comes with living responsibly. Amen. Oh, let me hit that road. And let me say this and then get on with what I'm saying. See, some people, they want to be some people, they'll rather live with somebody than to actually get their own place because then they have the responsibility of having to pay bills. And I don't care who you are, nobody likes paying them. Sure and so what people do is they, what, what they used to say back in the days, but you know, nowadays, everybody's so hard, but they sensitive. They freeload and they don't contribute. So instead of getting their own, my wife used to always say a statement, if you grown, you got your own. But guess what? Many people are refusing to be grown. That's why we have what I call grown kids. They're adults in their body, but they're still children because they refuse to be responsible. And so what people do is, is they'll say, well, I'd rather just live with somebody than to have my own because having my own meaning, I got to go get a job and I really don't want to work. And so because they're lazy, and the Bible says lazy will bring you down to the poor, right? And so because they don't want to deal with the pressures, y'all do know dealing with bills can be stressful at times. Sometimes it's a struggle to have to juggle bills. Yes. 
And so we don't want to live with nobody until we don't want to live with nobody until we realize that the struggle is real. <laughs> when the struggle gets real, we don't want to we want to live with somebody. But if the struggle ain't real, we really we willing to live anywhere we go. But you know, we smart. We smart. We real smart. You know what we do. If we don't if we want to live on our own and we don't want to go back to mama house and we don't want to go back to nobody else's house, you know what we'll do. We'll say, man, I'm tired of being lonely. And so we'll go get married because we think that if we get married, then we can lay all the responsibilities to our spouse. Some people, despite popular belief, get married not because they really are tired of being lonely, but they don't want to deal with the pressures of life. So you know what they do. They get married so that they can have somebody to quote unquote lean on so that they can say, if they women, my husband did this. My husband, my husband. Oh, so all the while, it wasn't really about the fact that you love them. You say you love them, but what you really love it is the fact that they lightening up your load. They satisfy some things in you that you didn't want to deal with. No, Pastor, it ain't like that. Come on now. We need to realize the real life. Some people get married just because they don't want to deal with the responsibility of having to deal with bills and kids. Amen. Whoo, I know I'm preaching. Because some people say, I'm so, some women, they so tired of their kids, they get married so they can push everything on their husband. Some men get married so they can put everything, and you know how we do, we ignore things when God is really pushing. But look, we, 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 we do everything else. We push everything on the spouse when we don't want to do certain things. Well, my wife go take care of that. <laughs> it is because we want to not have to deal with the pressures that come in life. And we, it causes us to want to go back to old ways. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, let me just go on the chorus because y'all ain't trying to hear me anyway. People do the strangest of things. Have you ever noticed? My, my, my sister Joyce, she, she bluntly honest. But if I was to ask my sister Joyce, it's amazing when you really speak on something and it's hitting people, they always got something else on their mind or distracted. Amen. Oh, there were some kids. Yeah. They see the kids there. But let me say, a blessing is about to pull out. They so focused. Yeah. But as soon as there's something to correct them, then all of a sudden, be quiet. Hey, how you doing? They get so distracted. You want to know what that is? Us trying to escape the reality of what the real deal is. Amen. When God is pointing it out, this is you. <laughs> but we want to act like it ain't us. I'm listening, Pastor. Pastor notes and everything. Pastor Come on now. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. When we don't want to deal with the reality. Oh, help us, Lord of what God is trying to take us to. We want to go back to our old ways. In the words of Pastor West, that I hear all the time, when you know better, I got to do it the way she do it. When you know better, you do better. Amen. 
When you know better, you do better. But the problem is, we would rather not know so that we don't have to do. Some people don't want to know. Some people, I feel bad for some, some people that are married that don't know how to do anything because if anything happened, God forbid anything happened to their spouse, they will be lost. In the words of the hip hop song, the devil lost, the devil playing with your mind, slipping in the darkness. That was the old gospel record. Because you don't know how to pay a bill, you don't know where no life insurance is, you, don't, you barely know how to cook. Because my husband, he made this for me. My husband cooked for me. My wife cooked for me. Why can't you cook for yourself? I know somebody right now, they lean on their spouse to do all of the cooking. And my coworker, and you know what he did? He waited. He came home. His wife was at the grocery store. And guess what? He called her and said, hey, where are you at? She was like, I'm at the mall. He's like, what am I going to do for dinner? Now, why is that? I'm glad that y'all don't listen. Y'all keep acting clueless like y'all don't know. That's it. They don't know. See, when, you get, when, when we do things, we have to make sure that it is God in the midst. And we have to stop at some point in time blaming everybody else, blaming the pastor, blaming the church, blaming everybody. It's the church ministry. They not there. It, it's the pastor. He ain't, he ain't listening for me. How is it? How, why is it that it's just you not wanting to be obedient and just want to do your thing? I'm doing my own thing. I'm doing my own thing. That's, that's you being drawn away wow. thinking that you're going somewhere I'm doing my own thing gonna go in high places I'm doing my own thing gonna go in high places you're right, you're going to a high place and lost my last statement at some point in time you gotta get the perception of God sometimes God doesn't want us to have things you got to be willing. I'm going to say this, and I said this last year, even though y'all don't understand or believe. Sometimes you got to be willing to accept the yeses and the noes of God. And so you got to be able to see like God sees. That's my last thing. You got to see how God sees. See, God doesn't see your situation like you see your situation. You got to change the way that you look at life. Even Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We always love that statement. I will bless the Lord at all times. But some of y'all really want to say, I'll bless the Lord at all times as long as he's giving me what I want. Can you bless him at all times through the good and the bad? Through the happy and the same. Can you bless them whether you got or whether you don't got? That's a true place of worship. When you can bless the Lord in hard times. The scripture said, made a statement. Uh, it says uh, in, in, in Psalms 23, it says, when it says, uh, he says, though 
he's talking about fear and everything like that. And he goes, goes on and says um, that when he walks through the valley of the shadow of death, he shall fear no evil because thou art with me. You got to know that even if you're in the valley, God is still there. God, walk with me like you always did. Amen. See, the, we get excited when we first get saved. Hallelujah, glory, glory, happy. All I want is you, Jesus. All I want is you, Jesus. All I want. Two years down the road. All I want is you, Jesus, and him. All I want is you, Jesus, and him. The cars and the money and the gold. And we lose our mindset to just walk with God. We want the honeymoon of Jesus. We just want Jesus in during the honeymoon. Oh. I love you, Jesus. Me and you, Jesus. I don't need no man. I got Jesus. I don't need no woman. I got Jesus. And walking. A few minutes later, you see other people with a man and Jesus. Now all of a sudden, you feel like I want a man and Jesus. Like they got a man and Jesus. How you know that that was the will of God for your life? I know how. Because you was doing your own thing. See, that's what it was. And we stray. And we blow our money. And we ask God. God, if you only, you know how we do. I'm closing because I know y'all people are comfortable. We blow it. And God said, I'm going to bless you when that bill ain't going to be that much. They said they wanted 600, but I'm gonna have it work it out. So you have to only pay 350. We get so happy, it's 350. Ooh, I thought I was gonna do. I'm gonna have to pay 600. I had 550 out of house, 600. But it's, they said 350. I, I got 200. Left. But you know what we do with the 200? We don't use it for our advancement. We do this. Hey, what you doing tonight? We should go to pot of water. We should go out to eat. Oh, they got crab legs. And then we swallow the blessing instead of advancing ourselves. We, we, we say, look, my credit score wrecked already. Ain't no sense of fixing it. So we just let it say 400. We treat, we treat it like a Chrysler, 300. We just be happy with that. I'm just leave that up. So what are we wanting to do? I don't know about you, but I want God to walk with me Amen. like he always have. Because, you know, I got a decent job. I really do. A lot of people will say I have a good job. Actually, I do have a good job. I have a good job. I have a good job. My wife, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a good wife. I just want to mess with it. I just want to mess with it. I got a good job. I got a good house. I mean, a good, a good job, a good wife. My house may not be what I want it to be, but it's all right. Bible says, "With food and raiment, be there with content." I'm content. 
But if I'm not careful, if I'm not careful, I feel like life is miserable. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, man, I gotta get away from this place. Have y'all ever had a, that, heard that commercial? This, I know this is gonna make it seem like I'm old. There used to be a commercial that used to say, this woman had a bubble bath. And it used to say, Calgon, take me away! Then all of a sudden, she'll be in the bathtub, and then all of a sudden, she'll be in the tropic islands. That's some of us. <laughs> Sometimes we just want our lives to be better. And it's not what we want it to be. But the problem is, it's not our life. It's the way that we look at it. And it's the main, it's the it's the fact that we forgot that God is walking with us. Let's say it. Sometimes our life isn't what we want it to be. But you know what? If you get caught up onto what your life isn't, you will fail to realize that God has been there the whole time. Y'all hear what I just said? Mm -hmm. And isn't God worth more than anything in life? Amen. Sometimes we, man, Kenny, sometimes it's like, man, I wish my life, wish I had that money. Wish I had that car. Man, wish I could get away from some of these people. Sometimes you be like, man, I wish I was in a whole different family. Some of y'all be thinking, wish I was in a whole different family. They, they take the R to the ratchet. And we fail to realize that God has been in the midst of it the whole time, that we ignore the fact that God is there. Saying, look, I'm walking with you. Don't you see me here? How many of you ever been with somebody and you had it? Don't raise your hand. Just leave that one. I was going to say, how many of y'all ever uh, been there for somebody and then they got the nerve to, to make a Facebook stat or a statement? Don't nobody be there for me. <coughs> That's how God feels. That's exactly how God feels. Y'all saying, God ain't, where everybody at? Where my backup at? And God said, I've been here the whole time. Amen. Where you at? I've been walking with you through the whole thing, through the breakups and the setbacks. From the crazy words and the snapbacks. I've been there the whole time. Come on, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name.